All right, welcome back to another episode of the Final Percent Podcast. And we're back in the truck. We are back in uh, Wyoming visiting my dad, making sure that he's doing well, making sure that uh, the fam's doing good. We just uh, experienced my uncle's 75th birthday, and he is a blues musician who is moving and shaking and performing and getting out there doing a five-hour set, uh, you know, like he's a young man. So, I mean, music is kind of, I think it's a fountain of youth, and especially if it's part of your passion. But um, I'm in the truck driving, so if I hit a bump, uh, don't think that I'm nervous or anything. Uh, But we're dedicated to getting these podcasts out every single day day. Yes, I said day. It's an ambitious thing, but I'm going to do it all the way leading up to the summit. And today I have an incredible guest. She's a returning guest. She's sitting right next to me for now and forever. My beautiful wife. Aw, thanks, baby. (laughs) It's a pleasure to be here in the truck. (laughs) In in the truck. the, The Chronicles of the Truck cast. Yep. Um, but we were just kind of, we were talking about, you know, what should we talk about um, to give people insight? And I know that we wanted to talk a little bit about community. For anybody who doesn't know, my dad is doing uh, much better. For anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, he just had a heart attack. And uh, he's made some profound life decisions. Um, I think, you know, his mortality uh, has finally been put on his mind in an appropriate fashion and uh we we get these signals uh these and unfortunately we either evolve into a better version of ourselves, or it takes a revolution i would say a heart attack and getting run over by a car which is what happened to my dad that's a revolution and uh he has made a lot of profound decisions he's not going to drink anymore and even at a, a party that was at a bar where there was a lot of people drinking, uh, he did not drink. And out of solidarity, um, I am not going to drink around him in any fashion. Um, and so it was it was kind of fun leaving my uncle's birthday party uh, 100% sober. So, <laughs> you know, there's something to this. But uh, I, I'd like to talk a little bit about, and, and, and with Kayla, let's talk a little bit about the community Let's talk about family. Let's maybe talk about how uh, y- the, your bump is more important than we are now. <laughs> <laughs> we realize that. Already but, noticing it. But yeah, let's let's talk a little <laughs> bit about your experience throughout the night. Well, first off, I'd like to touch base uh, back on your dad really quick because I got to spend a little bit more time with him as well last night. And it was incredible just engaging in conversation with him and realizing how different he has become because of this whole experience. He reminds me of the old Jeff a little bit. And mm-hmm. I hadn't realized, you know, over the last couple of years, just with his deteriorating health, how much it was really affecting him. And it, he stands a little taller. He doesn't have as many balance issues. He walks better. He has clearer eyes. He just seemed a lot more engaged. And we had a great conversation. And I was just like, wow, this is absolutely amazing. And one of the things that he said to me, which I'll never forget, he looked at me and he goes, you know, I really feel like with this whole experience, 
my old life expired. That life I was living of not being healthy, of drinking, you know, more adult beverages than maybe he should Mm -hmm. and not taking care of himself and overworking himself and all of those kind of things. He said that version of my life expired. There is no more time left with that life. I've been given a second chance and I'm really committed to I'm going to take this seriously, make my health a priority. And I think he feels this whole renewed sense of life. Yeah. And he's excited about the the future, which I haven't seen on that look on his face in so long. Yeah. He has hope and belief yeah. and excitement. And it's just such it was such a beautiful thing for me to witness, especially seeing how excited he, you know, got every time the, you know, little wee babe got brought up. He <laughs> is genuinely to his core ecstatic about the the birth of our child. Mm-hmm. And it's just having that connection with he and I last night was just beautiful and it'll some, it's something I'll never forget. So I just wanted to start off by that because it was such a profound moment for me and it was very powerful um so that was really cool last night but as far as just last night overall it was a blast having all the family and friends and blind dog come back together like greg even said for everyone who doesn't know blind dog is the name of my uncle's band yes blind dog smoking look it up they're grammy nominated world-class musicians super down-to-earth humble people like we absolutely adore all of them they are our family but it was like a big family reunion last night and it was so fun to be there again with everybody reconnecting rekindling relationships some people we hadn't seen in like two years because of covid and you know people weren't playing and and touring and doing those kind of things so it was just a big party last night and coming back together it just it really made my heart feel full i felt connected and like greg always talks about of this you know the whole thing of it takes a village mm. we, don't, we don't like to say tribe it's, it's it takes a village and our village is big and beautiful and amazing and just being able to reconnect with all those people last night just was literally it was something i was missing that i didn't even realize i was missing until last night and i, and I think a lot of people are probably going through that with covid um, and and just so you know, we we we're, we're not we don't pick sides. We we we're not saying that you know COVID is not real, and we're also not saying um, you know you should go out maskless. And we're not like it's it's just the fact of the matter is is there is a thing called oxytocin inside of a human that tends to come out when you meet another human, mm-hmm. um, and it's and it's very pronounced when you meet people you like and specifically family Mm -hmm. Uh, one of the things that people I don't know if they realize why mothers have such a different kind of bond with their child is there is a rush of oxytocin right when you have a kid that is something like 10 times the amount that the dad gets when he sees the kid Mm. so there's a, a specific bond that happens when they you know, come into this world. And obviously, you know, I've been doing a lot of research because we're about to have a kid three months out. That's borderline terrifying. I was going to say, it's amazing (laughs) and also terrifying (laughs) all at the same time. (laughs) But going into the lockdowns, which, you know, regardless of where you look at it, they happened. um, And people are lacking that human connection. And we got to see so much of our family for the first time in almost two years yeah and it it was a little bit like getting plugged in and our batteries recharged yes and I and I would say another thing that and I don't know what happened to me over the the quarantine and different things like that you know I've really learned to let a lot of stuff go 
Mm. Because yeah. it's things kind of got put into perspective. And what I mean by that is, you know, as with all families and with certain people, especially in small towns, um, rifts can happen. And, oh, I don't like this or oh, I don't talk to this person. And it was so interesting how we met a couple people who, you know, realistically in the past, we just said, ah, we're, that's not really, you know, let, to put it nicely, that's not our cup of tea. But we just really felt this overwhelming sense of compassion and love for everybody. And yep. it, it, we just let go. Mm -hmm. And it just feels good to, you know, transcend the BS and whatever is going on in people's past specifically or particularly, you know, if you learn to let that stuff go, because either if you're not trying to actively fix it or solve it, there's really no reason to hang on to it. Right. It, and so, and it was amazing what happened is we realized that, you know, these, these, these couple people, when we extended the olive branch, I mean, it was like an instant hug. Yeah. And it's like they were wanting to do it too, but it's just yeah. who can take the first step? Mm -hmm. Who can who can let go first and it can fix everything without, you know, what Kayla and I do, uh, and I don't know if this is your first podcast, this may be a little weird, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, one of the things, Kayla and I don't fight for, like, we'll get into like tiny little tiffs or if one of us is, you know, not appropriate to another. And there's no yelling and there's no condescension. There's no anything. It's just sometimes attitudes flare up or you're having a bad day. And one of us will always come to the other one, usually within, I mean, it's never more than an hour. And we come to the other one and we say, I'm sorry for being a turd. <laughs> it's really hard to stay mad at your significant other when they come <laughs> to you, like with this cute little look on their face and they go, I'm sorry for being a turd. And you're like, dang it. Yeah, you can't <laughs> stay can't mad, mad at someone at you who anymore. just said the word turd, right? <laughs> and, but that's the truth. And w basically what I realized is, you know, why am I using that philosophy exclusively for my marriage? It's a really good point. So, you know, are, is there someone out there that you're holding resentment towards and you're holding animosity towards? And, and I'm not saying go try to be friends with everyone because sometimes it's not possible and sometimes it's toxic relationships. But that doesn't mean you can't forgive them without talking to them. Mm. It doesn't mean that you can't just say, hey, you know what? It takes two to tango. I'm sorry for my part. And I'm going to forgive myself for the BS. Mm -hmm. I forgive them. I'm not going to bring it up. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to give it any more space in my brain. And I'm going to move forward. Right. I, and, and sometimes you got to tell yourself, <laughs> I'm sorry for being a turd. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that's, that's something that uh, was really refreshing. And, and it's, it's also interesting once you, you look at those things, half the time you don't even remember what you were mad about. Right. After so much time had passed, it's, it's like, is it worth it anymore yeah, to harbor cares? that negativity? It's, it's amazing what forgiveness is able to do to your psyche and how it uplifts you instantly and how you feel like this weight has been lifted. Exactly. And, and, and so, and then everyone knows, uh, like, I, well, if, if you don't know, you're about to find out. Um, Kayla and I are putting on a conference. We're calling it the TFP Summit. Uh, if you're interested in looking at that, it is the TFP Summit, uh, uh, or sorry, thefinalpercent.com. And um, it's a lot more work than I think we thought <laughs> it was going to be. Yep. 
from just a little bit. <laughs> so, and I don't think a lot of people see, always see the end result, and they either say, "Oh, wow, that's a crap product," or "Oh, wow, that's a great product." And honestly, either way, people usually do not know what went into it to make that happen. And you know, we've been in the entertainment business for a long time, and we've been in production for a long time, and we've we've even built schools that teach. The technical side of things, but corporate AV mm-hmm. conference, and if I say AV, what I mean by that is audiovisual, uh, is a completely different animal. As they say, there's levels to this. <laughs> yeah, there's levels <laughs> to this, and so um, from confidence monitors to how do you make sure that everyone's PowerPoint works, to what's called pipe and drape. That's where you know you hang all these pipes around the room, and you cover up certain things and then you light those drapes to give it a certain vibe and then the staging and then the logistics of you know who flies in who flies out who gets what room when are they going to have the room how do we get them to the airport from the airport um are they going to go over their time um does this person is demanding 45 minutes this person is scared and doesn't want more than 20 minutes on on stage um the food and beverage minimums, the, the different things. It's just there's... And then, on top of it, we've decided let's write an album <laughs> because we want to we wanna do this crazy conference with like 300 people and also debut an Im- inspiration and motivational album. So we're writing and recording an album. We've got to figure out distribution for that. Mm-hmm. And then we've got to rehearse a band. Yep. And then we've got to get the concert ready. And, and start doing the timelines, run of show. Run of show. And then, and then to, 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 to top that off, we, we have to actually sell tickets to this thing. Yep, get butts and seats. And we got to market the thing. Execute it, yeah, promotion. I was going to say before, you know, kind of previously, um, you know, getting all the speakers, like who's actually going to be speaking, communicating with them, coordinating you know, these interviews and these podcasts. Like there's so much that goes into each little section of what Greg is throwing out there at you right now. Uh, it's, it's wild when you're, when you're deep in it, actually trying to take action and, and make things happen for yourself. You know, what really goes into each little thing. It's, it's tremendous. And, and that's why, you know, what I've started doing, I used to be, you know, unfortunately very judgmental and I've, I've transcended a lot of that stuff. Cause all it does is kind of put shackles on your soul, if you will. Mm. Um, but you know, even if someone, you know, does an event and it's awesome, or if it's awful, at least they took action. Yes. At least they showed up. At least they tried. And having all of the quote-unquote armchair quarterbacks, well, you should have done this. You should have done that. Mm-hmm. You should get this person. You should have made it this color. You should have done this ballroom. You should have done this hotel. You know, I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. And I, that's one of the things I love that Brene Brown always says is if you're not in the arena with me, you cannot judge me. That's you have no so say true. in this. That's like true. I'm the one who, who's stepping out and taking all the risk, taking all the bullets, taking all the action, putting my name on the line. Wow, that's powerful. If you know? you're not in the arena with me, you cannot judge me. So I actually, I think that that's maybe the, the important takeaway from mm-hmm. things. Everyone has these battles in their life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you may not be trying to put on a conference, but maybe you're trying to figure out how to put multiple children through college. I mean, that's that's harder than what we're trying to do. <laughs> um, maybe you're trying to move. Maybe you're changing careers. Maybe um, there's a 
battle that you're secretly going through that you don't want to tell anybody mm. and you're scared. And I think that you need to remember that statement that Kayla just brought up is if you're not in the arena with me, don't judge me. And so turn that around. If they're not in the arena with you, don't put any, any weight into their judgment. Right. I think that that's an important distinction. It's an important mindset. It's an important, see, there's the truck making noise. It wanted to be a part of the podcast. <laughs> um, but the, the thing that we, I think is important is judgment is controlling us. It induces and increases and introduces fear yeah. because we're scared of judgment. We're scared of failure. And it goes back to a, a thing that Jay Shetty said in his book, um, it's actually a really old quote, but everyone knows it from this book. So I'm just going to start referencing it from that book. But he says, I am not what you think I am. I am not what I think I am. I am what I think you think I am. And I know it gets a little confusing because it's like, wait, uh, uh, carry the one. <laughs> but what he's saying is America is trying to be somebody that they think someone else thinks they are. Well, unless you can read minds, you have no idea what people yeah, actually think. Yeah, I was just going to say that's not a thing. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're constantly trying to hit a moving target blindfolded. Right. That's what that, that's what that yeah, is doing. Exactly. It's impossible. So, so don't let them judge you. But also, if that's what the way you want to start living your life, you've got to start by not judging other people. A hundred percent. I think that that's important. So maybe let's uh, let's end with a Kayla takeaway. These are some of my favorite because <laughs> she's got she is so much more profound than I think people realize. Uh, one of the things, and and again, I know that we've said this on prior podcasts. When we get into the truck, we very rarely listen to music unless mm -hmm. we're listening to the the upcoming album. Yep. Or uh, if we're trying to get through an audiobook that we think can help us in a certain area of life. But primarily, we're just sitting there talking. Yeah. We're just trying to, you know, figure things out. And she has so many things that uh, that come up, and I will just look at her. Like, one of the things that I, I have been telling everybody, and uh -huh. I'll just I'll give you guys a Kayla-ism. <laughs> you need to be able to forgive yourself for the things that you did mm. when you were just trying to survive. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, going through COVID, anyone listening to this, how much did that just resonate with you? Mm. How much did that just let you know, okay, maybe I need to forgive myself a little bit because right. maybe you didn't always make the best decisions. Maybe you bought a PlayStation five with your stimulus money, but maybe <laughs> you needed a little bit of a break. That's okay. Right. Give yourself a little bit of grace, uh, especially coming out of COVID rebuild, uh, build back, you know, stronger, better, Harder, faster, stronger, whatever that song <laughs> is. That's what I want you guys to do. But Kayla, what's something that has been popping up for you recently and lately that you think could potentially help people out? One thing that's really resonated with me lately is, I mean, I've been in personal growth for a really long time. I've read a lot of books um, and a lot of it has been extremely impactful and powerful in my life, but it, things don't ever start to shift 
until you take action. And I know we'd, we'd preach a lot about action in the final percent, but it's something you actually have to execute. Like I've known that for a long time, but there were a lot of time went by where I just would sit on that knowledge I had acquired through reading books and I wouldn't take action on it. Mm. So it's kind of like in one ear and out the other. It doesn't actually like one of the things I love um, is when you say like knowledge is power. That is not true. It's the application of knowledge that mm -hmm. is power, which in turn is taking action. Yep. And it wasn't until I really started taking action and creating my own destiny. It's not just going to happen for me. The life I want is just not going to create itself. I have to exactly. go out there and take actionable steps day in and day out to actually bring about the change I want to see in my life. And I've been really trying to make a, a, a more a, a better effort at doing that. Uh, especially lately, and it's I've really started to see some major positive shifts in my life, and I just cannot preach that enough. Even if you're scared, even if you don't know what to do, jump into massive action as quickly and as often as possible, and things will just start happening, and then you'll look back one day and be like, wow, how did I get here? Oh, yeah, I made that happen for myself. Yes. So action, I in think, one word, I think <laughs> action. I think that's, I th and that's important, you know, there's a lot of people when I talk to them early on, and, I, and the funny thing is, is you know, a little over a decade ago, I used to be one of these people. Um, I thought this personal growth stuff was a little bit of mumbo jumbo. <laughs> a lot know? of people do, yeah. And w why it's mumbo jumbo is this personal growth stuff, these strategies, experiences, tactics, epiphanies, insights, only work if you do. If you take action. The, it only works if you work. Yep. And That's it's it. hard. It's hard. You know, just get up and, and do the work. Yep. Get up and grind. And um, I just, I, I want people to hear what Kayla just said is because even people like us, you know, who, you know, really pride ourselves on, on being people who take action. Yep. I would say maybe one of the only things that I wish I would do more is take action more and yeah. sooner. Yeah. I mean, it's, and that's what kind of started happening to me with the summit is I was thinking, you know, this isn't happening the way I thought it would, which I, it, let's be honest, anything that you want to do of value, that's it life. almost never does. Mm -hmm. And I just told myself, okay, you know, I'm just going to go have as many conversations. I mean, how many times am <laughs> I going and having conversations? Hence the mobile podcast. Setup. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a <laughs> podcast every single day yep. because I'm just going to stay consistent and let, and I'm going to stay consistent long enough for people to know who I am. Mm -hmm. And I am going to have conversations. I am going to try to help people understand why it is that we do what we do uh, and help people go to the next level, if you will. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, is if you are that catalyst that helps someone go up, you go up. Yep. And, and that's, you know, the, the raising tide raises all boats, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, yeah, that's, I like that. and that's the thing that we have to remember. So take action on your dreams. Show up. Uh, if you're interested in the final percent anything, we've got a free course. If you just want to experience something and know at the end it's not a gotcha, it's not a, hey, do this. If you're saying, hey, man, this guy keeps showing up, what do some of the courses look like? You can become a TFP member, which has a bunch of really cool perks. You can check that out on the website, thefinalpercent.com. Uh, but more importantly, to really experience what we're trying to get accomplished, who we are, what we've got going on, and just how big we play, I would love to see you come to the summit. I want you to take action on your dreams. I want you to take action on who you are. And again, if you do not believe that this is for you, borrow some of my belief. 
I'm believing at a level that is investing six figures into this thing. And I don't know if anyone's going to show up. But if one person shows up, I guarantee you I'm going to pour everything I have Mm -hmm. into them. And we've got 18 world-class speakers that are there to change your life. That are, it's not a pitch fest. And so, and the other thing is, is if you show up and you say, look, Greg, uh, this is, this just was not for me. I don't think, if you don't think that I, I went the final percent, if you say, Greg, you say these words to me, Greg, you didn't go the final percent in this event. I want my money back. I will cash app you personally immediately right there. You come up, you say that to my face, and you say, look, I don't think you went the final percent. If anything, you're going to show up, you're going to see what this looks like, and you're going to go, I cannot believe he plays this big right now. And if this is where we're starting, if this is what's going to happen, imagine where we go in a few years. I would love for you to help us be a cornerstone so that we can build together. This is not a philosophy. This is an aggregate of personal growth. All the people that have changed my life, all the, all the, the things that have changed my life, uh, this, this is a culmination of the seminar, conference, concert experience that I wish I would have gone to. I've been to a lot of conferences. I've spoken at a lot of conferences. And it's time to change the game. You're not coming there to just get an insight. You're not coming there to network. You're coming there to change something. And I want to be a catalyst of change in your life so that you can take your life to the next level. Dare I say the exponential part of life. We want to help you achieve that. So please visit thefinalpercent.com. Check us out. And I hope to see you there. This has been The Final Percent. It's the final percent.